Good morning. It's 6 o'clock. Time for you to wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. We are glad that you're with us this morning. Thank you for joining us for our prayer time here on WHCB. We are thankful for the fact that God has awakened you and brought you to be with us today. We are a listener-supported broadcast service. WHCB exists because of God himself and because of his wonderful grace in touching hearts and pocketbooks and folks give as they're led by the very Spirit of God to give to the work of WHCB. Without the gifts of God's people, we would not be on the air, and we would not broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so if you are inclined, if you're directed by the Spirit of God to give to the work of WHCB, we would love for you to follow God's direction and to give as he would have you to give. Here's our address, WHCB 91.5 FM, P.O. Box 5, Bluntville, Tennessee, 37617. That's WHCB, P.O. Box 5, Bluntville, Tennessee, 37617. And if you want to go online and find us there and correspond with us there or donate there, you can do that at whcbradio.org. That's whcbradio.org. And we thank you, thank you, thank you for your support We thank you for your praying for us, thinking of us, giving to the work. Thank you so much. Now, uh, I want to uh, share with you uh, a writing from Larry Spargimino today. It has to do with the Incarnation, but the Incarnation, of course, is appropriate material 24 uh, hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, not just on Christmas. But this was something that Larry sent out around Christmas time, and I think it's worth repeating. And perhaps you didn't see it, so you get to hear it uh, from Dr. Larry Spargimino. Uh, and it's titled, The Mystery and the Marvel of the Incarnation. Incarnation is the wrapping of God the Son in human flesh. He writes this, One old preacher used to say the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Honoring Jesus Christ should be the main thing at any time of the year, especially at Christmas. While it's highly doubtful that Jesus was born in December, the Incarnation is a great doctrinal truth that is at the center of the Christian faith. Many ignore it, and many criticize it. Some people are even so far off as in, and way out as to call it a hideous teaching. As in the Koran, they say, The All-Merciful has taken unto himself a son, you have indeed advanced something hideous. And that's in Surah 1934. Many Muslims do find the Incarnation a hideous teaching. For God to become man would indicate, they charge, that God has changed, that he ceased being God and became something that he was not. This would seem to fly in the face of the great truth that God is immutable, he's unchangeable and eternal. However, nowhere does the Bible teach that God became man by ceasing to be what he always was that is, eternal and almighty. The birth of Jesus Christ did not leave us with a depotiated deity. And what I think he's trying to tell us is one that has no power. He took upon himself something that he had never 
before had, and that was humanity. It was by incarnation, by addition, not incarnation by subtraction. A simple illustration would suffice. If Joe works for a law enforcement agency and takes on a disguise of a drug pusher, that doesn't mean Joe is no longer a law enforcement officer. He may let his beard grow, wear a scruffy outfit, put on sunglasses, hang around bars, but that doesn't mean that Joe has ceased being Joe. He's still in law enforcement, but is on a particular assignment. When Jesus became man, he was on a special assignment from his heavenly Father. His work was the shedding of his precious blood for the redemption of sinners. If there were no incarnation, there would be no shedding of blood, and if there's no shedding of blood, there could be no redemption. In order to carry out this assignment, Jesus had to be fully man, but he also had to be fully God, for without the shedding of blood is no remission, according to Hebrews 9.22. The incarnation was necessitated by the very plan of God. Blood must be shed, but the person shedding the blood must die a sacrificial death of unlimited efficacy. As a man, Jesus Christ could represent man and die in man's place. As God, the death of Christ would have unlimited value. By becoming man, he could act as a human priest. But because Jesus Christ is God, his priesthood could be everlasting after the order of Melchizedek, as seen in Hebrews 7.17. All this was necessitated by God's plan for the redemption of a lost and dying world. Hebrews 2.17 tells us, Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in all things pertaining to God, to make reconcil uh, reconciliation for the sins of the people. Jesus is the God-man. In theological terms, he's theanthropos, one person with two natures. This is articulated in several scriptures, 1 Corinthians 2, 7 through 8, uh, and others, but in that one we read, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have sacrificed or crucified, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. That Jesus was crucified, as were so many in the Roman world, indicates his humanity, but the fact that they crucified the Lord of glory could be said of no mere mortal, he is Yahweh, who possesses glory. Also, uh, we can understand why the angels were jubilant uh, there in uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, where they said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And in Isaiah 9, 6, the one of whom they were speaking had a birth, but he is the Christ. The words are reminiscent there where it says, For unto us a child is born, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. It is the Savior who is born in the city of David. He's coming back in great glory and power. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords, as we see in Revelation 19, 16. So the virgin birth of Christ, the incarnation of God's gentle miracles for humanity bruised and broken by sin, were all labor uh, under the weight of our own struggles, the weight of oppressive governments, grief caused by religions that trample basic God-given human rights, the message of the manger is that God's love is a powerful love that breaks the shackles of sin. We have a no-so salvation, not a hope-so salvation. Why? Because the baby in the manger is both God and man. 
Hallelujah. What a Savior. Heavenly Father, we pray thanking you for your goodness, your grace, your glory, for salvation through Jesus Christ. And we ask you to use us today in your service, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.